you're tuned into of or pertaining to the podcast where perky little dudes play a game of fictionary fictionary you may remember is the game where players try to guess the real definition of an obscure vocabulary word while also trying to trick the other players into guessing a fake definition of that word and in our case we swear if we want to uh, we don't if we don't and we're doing it on zoom because of covid it's COVID days and it's Zoom days and it sounds like it, doesn't it? I'm your host, Bob Amadon, and we're on round four of the 50th anniversary of Trespass. That's Woo! Each Did round's word is selected by a different page master. And for this round, that's Marshall. What's up, Marshall? Hi, it's Marshall. What's up, Marshall? What's up, Marshall? Hi, Bob. It's Marshall. What's up? That, all of that. All of that. I'm overwhelmed by your greeting. You know how <laughs> uh, old-timey radio announcers were good at that kind of stuff? Just kind of like... <laughs> Almost auctioneer style. Yeah, like auctioneers. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do, and I think I'm doing it very well. What is the what is the <laughs> philosophy behind auctioneers doing that? I don't know. That's a good a question. A good a question. I wonder if there's training you can go to or like classes oh, you can take. I would assume there you There is. Can. Yeah. 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 There is. That would be yep. so fun to be able to do that. Yeah. Except that. Yeah. It's so, so, there's so much gibberish. Why is that good for the people at the auction? <laughs> Why do you have to do it's, that? <laughs> it's meant to get you riled up and confused so that you accidentally spend and a bunch more suddenly money. Suddenly it's like, wait, where'd my money go? <laughs> he, kept, he kept going, and now I don't have money. Um, <laughs> so, okay, um, we're here with Marshall. We're also here with Jan. Hey. And Liz. Oh, hello. And Kai. Hello there. I remembered. Oh, Kai. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. I remember to introduce you guys all. So, little victories. I'll take whatever I can get. Marshall is going to be the page master for this round. Before we start, Marshall, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'd like to plug having strangers' backs. Oh. So, like, when when you're out uh, in the world communicating with other people, to uh, have the best intentions for them. Yeah, uh, like even if you could get away with doing something bad to them or like <laughs> uh, meeting your needs at the expense of yours, I advocate for not doing that. Like be the kind of person that you can trust when nobody's looking and uh, whoever you're communicating or you just whoever you're encountering. Uh, try to try to create good situations for them for their sake. That's a really nice plug. I'm sincerely touched. <laughs> I want, I want to. Cool. I want to be the person that you're imagining is doing this. I hope I yeah, am. Like maybe in situations where you don't normally think about that kind of stuff. Like if you're uh, an employer or a policymaker or uh, a police officer or something. What uh, do you think stops people from being that way? Uh, I think we live in a uh, a world where we're we're trained to compete in a general way and maybe it makes sense to compete in specific specialized settings, but maybe it's also better to cooperate in a general way. And so, uh, you know, we, we go to school and we're taught to try to get the best grades and to not let other people cheat off of you. So it's very individualistic and I'm, I'm an individualist. I'm like, I'm a fucking cowboy. Yeah. I'm like American yeah, in that way. Yeah, but I believe that there are some, <laughs> I, I think there's some drawbacks to being completely individualistic all the time. And sometimes it's better to cooperate. And uh -huh. uh, our economic system has 
getting your needs met at the expense of others just built into the very way that money works and yeah. the way we interact with each other. And so uh, you, you're kind of walking upstream when you're just looking out, when you have other people's backs. Mm -hmm. And I really advocate for doing that work to walk upstream and even trying to create new systems where you have the wind at your back instead of walking against it. When you're being before we before we move on, what can you think of a I don't know, an example, something specific that someone out there listening might think, okay, I'll try that. I might not have thought to do that. I guess I'm just saying start with caring about the people in your life. Uh, like, you know, you know, you care about the people that are closest to you. Maybe they're your children or they're your partner, you're their partner or whatever. Yeah. Uh, take that kind of caring and just extend it outward to everybody else as much as you can. But America first, though. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> of course. Of course. That should go without saying. America first. <laughs> Kai does not understand. <laughs> but America first, though. But like, yeah, just uh, have that be your starting place, what you're aiming for. Yeah, And then you're inevitably going to meet up with resistance by the systems that aren't your fault, uh, mm -hmm. that make it hard for you to have everybody's back. And then when you, when you have trouble having everybody's back, feel sad about that and consider making a, a doable possible step towards bettering that in whatever way that looks like. So basically, people should just want to feel sad, and you want people to feel sad, and this is a podcast about making people be sad when they wouldn't have been sad otherwise. Um, I, it, I know that this is my plug that's supposed to be short, and it could definitely be an entire podcast, if that's not true. episode of podcast, but uh, I do think that one of the major uh, sicknesses of America, and I think a lot of the world, is uh, an unwillingness to feel sad. Uh, we're always trying to change our feelings mm -hmm. and think positive. And when you do that, you don't acknowledge the problems that you're experiencing at the moment. And that's what sadness and anxiety are for, is to let you know when things aren't working. And so yeah. I really advocate for listening to those feelings of sadness and fear and thinking about what they're about and then taking, thinking what is a doable possible step that I can take in a better direction. And when you do yeah. that once you can keep doing that, like walking yeah. on a path made of stones. Yeah. I like, uh, I like hearing you talk about this. I'm kind of honored that you're on my podcast saying cool <laughs> stuff like Thank this. You. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, but let's fart around more instead now. Okay. With a word that you have brought. All right. What word have you brought? Uh, do you all know the word longsat? That's L-A-N-G-S-A-T. Longsat? Longsat. I don't know that word. I don't know. Let's do it then. Nope. All right. I guess that's 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 it. We're gonna do longsat. Um, excellent. All right. Uh, so guys, what's gonna happen is we're gonna pause recording while we do our creativity on longsat and come back to you very shortly. Okay. 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 Okay, we're back. Marshall, I believe you have received all our definitions. Is that correct? All is a good word for them. Uh, is that so? Quite a spruik here. There's 24 definitions. Oh my God, we gave you all. I, I, I only gave you one. I mean, I, I, don't know, I don't know what you guys are doing. I only gave you one. I don't know why we keep having this problem after all these years. We're only supposed to have one definition. I mean, this is this. the 50th game. 
and yeah. still we have not figured out why sometimes there's more than one per person playing. <laughs> I thought we would have ran out of ideas by now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so many words on this list that I'm going to have to scroll once. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. The word Ooh. is longsot. One, longsot, extreme Satan. <laughs> Two, longsot, an ornate cloak, robe, or other flowing garment decorated as to resemble ocean waves. Mm, okay. <laughs> Three, longsot, well designed for human use. Four, longsot, an inn or caravansary. <laughs> okay, in I-N-N. Yep. <laughs> or caravansary, I don't want you to spell that. <laughs> you said you don't want me to spell that? <laughs> Never. Never spell that. <laughs> Five, longsot, fissile or laminated stone as slate or shale. Six, Longsot, an East Indian tree, Lancium domesticum, of the mahogany family. Lancium domesticum? Mm-hmm. Seven. Longsot, the what family? Of the mahogany family. Oh. Seven. Longsot, a person given to disorderly modalities of living, maverick. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> disorderly modalities of living wow eight do you think shot. do you think when they were writing top gun th that was his original set of maverick <laughs> they were just like a person given to uh what was it <laughs> uh disorderly modalities disorderly of living modality maybe that was one of the lines of dialogue you're just given a disorderly okay Sorry, go on. Uh, well, yeah, the, <laughs> the actor they originally had uh, lined up to play that role had a big enough head where that would fit on his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but as we all but know, but then when Cruz called and said he was down for the role, they had to change it to Maverick. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, eight. Longsot. A dramatic pouring down of pie, pie crusts, pie-like cakes, or pie-like municipal facilities. <laughs> I like it. Nine, longsot, a line used in shading lips to indicate sloping of the skin. Oh. Ten, cool. longsot, a kind of bedstead, especially one of Taiwanese origin. Mm -hmm. Eleven, longsot, a hot southerly wind that blows regularly in Egypt. 12, longsot, a lightsaber. <laughs> lightsaber? A lightsaber. It's literally a synonym for the Star Wars weapon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 13, longsot, a front half of a canoe with no vertical support and legs all a-dangling. <laughs> 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 14 long sot period of mourning oh. 15 long sot 
a naval rowing ship with one or more sails and up to five banks of paddle oars. What was the first like, yeah, say that big word? A naval rowing ship. What is that word? That's N-A-R-A-V-E-L. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so just read that again now that there's not confusion. with the... A naval rowing ship with one or more sails and up to five banks of paddle oars. Okay. 16, long sought. Two, the fruit itself. Three, <laughs> musk melon. <laughs> what? What one? Uh, Marshall! <laughs> Marshall, you're shenaniganzing. 17, long sought. Tongued by a senior IRS agent for reasons of fuck you. <laughs> 18, long sought. Any sound a pen pal could or might make. Far talking audibles. <laughs> 19, long sought. Confidentiality about supposable nuclear threats. Confidentiality? <laughs> nuclear threats? Yeah, confidentiality about supposable nuclear threats. Supposable <laughs> nuclear, <laughs> nuclear threats. Awesome. Um, say, Marshall, are you sure you pronounced those words correctly? Do you pronounce those right? <laughs> pronounce? <laughs> correctly? That's like old, like 2016 oppressive shit. Correctly? <laughs> Fuck you with your correctly. You're going to... <laughs> Oh my God, I'm canceled. You sound like you need some espresso and sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> that would help uh, soothe my harm. Yeah, it would yeah, be different. It would be different. Yeah, your height is really getting out of control right now. <laughs> what are you, 100 feet tall? You guys, stop making fun of this very correct. We got to go straight on with the rest of these definitions. Okay, okay. Your words are violence, Marshall. <laughs> I know. I, I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn. <laughs> 20. Longsot. A tart, starchy fruit found in Malaysia and Indonesia, characterized by its spiny exterior. Hmm. What? Wait, what number was that one? That's a 20. 20. 20. 20. Fruit number 20. Uh, post spruik numbers coming right up. Uh, Twenty-one long sought, unpleasant sensation felt by a people worm. <laughs> Twenty-two long sought, a close fitting garment woven from crocus fibers. Twenty-three long sought. Rough and blood, bold. Rough and blood? You got it. And then semicolon? Then semicolon, and then bold. And then bold. Okay. <laughs> and 24. 24. <laughs> 24. <laughs> Long sought. A cupronickel coin. What? Cupronickel? A cupronickel coin. Are you, are you having a stroke? You're just not <laughs> communicating normal words. 
can you spell that for, for me? Yeah, that's C-U-P-R-O-N-I-C-K-E-L. Hey, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, this sounds hard. This sounds very difficult and I want to win the game. So I want to win. <laughs> but that's going to make it hard. Mm. Yeah, this is going to be like, hard. There's a bunch of plants and tree and there's a bunch of boat. Canoe boats and, boats and mm. clothing. Plant, clothing. tree, boat, clothing. Yep. <laughs> Plants, clothing, Story. boats, and trees. Boats and trees. <laughs> trees. <laughs> the story of Uber pertaining to. And that's going to sound super not in sync. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> 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 You know what we decided we would talk about because it seems like a fun thing to talk about in a word game thing situation is contronyms. You know, oh, when a word a word means the opposite means the opposite of itself, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what? Uh, which sounds yeah. like why would you have that? And yet we have them. What What are some examples, Ty? Uh, my favorite one is sanction. The one that always comes to mind is sanction. Sanction. Okay. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which means to um, forbid something or to give permission. Yeah, I, I, you know, <laughs> right. it, it, it is the first my the first thing I think of when someone says sanction is like a a, a punishment of from one country to another, like a bad thing. But also, right. yeah, it means we sanction like this, like we 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 stand up for it, kind of right. Yeah, it's like Congress has to sanction the sanctions that we're going uh, <laughs> <Right. yeah. laughs> to impress upon another nation. <laughs> um, and then I don't know if this is a real contronym or not. I feel like it is, but it's sort of, it's sort of self, self-defeating, um, like monosyllabic. Oh, uh, um, right. Well, it, 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 it is what it isn't or something. It's like self-describes not yeah. itself or something. Yeah, it's not a contronym. But it's not it's... a contronym, but it's... It's an ironic word. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> Irony. Whereas, whereas yeah, pentasyllabic is early is a the opposite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I yeah. So moved, sanction, I like a cleave. I think is a good one because that can mean to split or to join. I oh, yeah. I, I moved to England when I was a, a teenager. You may remember, or a little younger than that. And one thing that surprised me, I, I even first saw it and was like, ha, ha, "Dad, look at that! I, it's a mistake on this." Thing, which was a container of a, a fuel of some kind, and it said caution, highly inflammable. I said, yeah. it says it's inflammable, <laughs> but it turns out that their word for flammable is inflammable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's able to be inflamed. So yeah, it comes from in, yeah, it comes from inflamed. Yeah, but it took me a while to see that as wait, don't call it inflammable. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> it's flammable, you guys. so funny. Invaluable is the same way. Yeah, that one kind of makes sense more to me because it's like it's so valuable you can't put a value to it. Like it's, it's, Oh, never it's, thought of it that it's way. It's invaluable. Yeah. Well, in, mm -hmm. infamous is like that too. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought so that. But I, I guess that's kind of like, yeah, it's like famous for bad times. You know, for is bad that days. what it means? <laughs> I thought that in, yeah. in that sense had some more obscure uh use as a as a prefix i don't <laughs> think so i think it's like it's fame, fame but we don't want to give you the we don't want to give you the props for fame so it's 
infamy. Yeah. So uh, contronyms that I have thought of before are dust. Oh, um, yeah. To dust, to, to put dust. the dust on the thing and to take the dust off the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't right. believe you dusted those strawberries. Now I have to dust the strawberries. <laughs> um, uh, weather, to weather something, uh, to withstand. As well as to wear it down. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Nice. I would have thought of that one. Already. And then um, bolt, uh, to flee. Or, oh, yeah. Uh, or to secure, yeah. yeah. Bolt reminds me of uh, fast, which also means oh yeah, like, go fast, but also to to stay fast, to hold fast, steadfast, to fast and yeah. fast. Or left, That's... left, like I left home when I was eighteen, or you oh. left your blanket on my yeah. bed. <laughs> hey, yeah. good one. Yeah, good one. I don't, wait, I don't get it. Well, well like if you me. you could leave something here, or you could leave. So, right. Yeah, I guess it's sort of like if something was left or it left. Right? And okay. Bob, you did Either leave your blankie. Yeah. Blankie. Okay, because so it's like if some if you describe something as left, it can be either, you know, it's it's it was left behind or it left, it's now gone. It yeah. wasn't left it, behind. it remained or it departed. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Took me a second to figure that one out. Any others? Well, my my name is a contronym, yeah. so um, it, like you could either use it to refer to me or refer to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your parents really screwed you over with that, because <laughs> because I don't have that problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was that super interesting. I like little word nerdy talk stuff like yeah, that. But let's uh, get back to the game. Are you guys ready to get back to the game? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So Marshall's the page master, and what's the word again, Marshall? The word is longsot. Longsot. All right. So after Marshall read our fake definitions, we paused recording and voted, and we didn't make you hear us uh, voting. Um, we get a point for each time someone guesses a fake definition that we wrote and we get two points for guessing the correct definition. And then if no one guesses the correct definition, Marshall gets three points. So those are the possible ways to score. There are so many. And it's I really need exciting. it. Uh, in general, you're a little light on scores. Yeah. I, yeah. That's we'll one of get my to that in a second. Uh, so Marshall has the votes. Let's hear how the voting went. Here's the votings of, of who wrote them and who voted them. Okay. <laughs> one long side. Extreme Satan. Jen wrote that one. Oh, it wasn't real. Huh? <laughs> it didn't get any votes. Either. <laughs> I was legitimately. My scared. mind is blown. <laughs> um, also, uh, nobody voted for it, right? Right, right, right. Two, long sought. An ornate cloak, robe, or other flowing garment decorated as to resemble ocean waves. Nobody voted for that. Kai wrote it. Nice Ooh. job, Kai. Garment. Got us thinking. Three, long sought. Well designed for human use. Nobody voted for it. Bob wrote it. Ah, that was on my list, Bob. Well, you guys didn't talk about it. I thought you didn't like it. I thought you don't like me. I thought it was beautiful. Oh, thank you. I wrote number three, human use. This, this doghouse is not long sought. <laughs> uh, 14, long sought. An inn or a caravansary? Uh, Bob 
thought that was the real one, but actually Liz wrote that one. Oh, Liz. Oh, good oh, one, Liz. Liz. Were you inspired by the game Istanbul by any chance? No, oh, I have okay. never played Is that caravansary game. a word in it? It is. I just oh, assumed I it was a word. word. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job, Liz. You earned a point for soccering me. Sorry about that, Bob. I don't think you are. Bob, well, aren't you glad that you didn't vote for one of mine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> By contrast. Five, long sought. Fissile or laminated stone as slate or shale. No votes, chirotes. Uh-huh. What, is, what does fissile mean again? Uh, means like uh, layered. Okay. Like as in stone, like sedimentary or metamorphic rock? Yeah, sedimentary, yeah. Number six, Longsot, an East Indian tree, Lancium domesticum, of the mahogany family. That got at least one, uh, like it was Liz, right? It was me. No, the first. <clears throat> yeah, Kai yeah. wanted it. There was a lot of activity during the voting round, revoting and unvoting and stuff. He wanted something else even more than that. Yeah. And then he even made a comment about moving on from the real one. I did make that comment. <laughs> which turned out to be true. Oh my yeah. God, that is the real one? It's the ah, real one. Damn it. it sounded and too real to be real. Yeah, it pissed me off that that was the first one that Jenny asked a question about. Mm -hmm. Then she didn't really consider it so that I felt good about that. Well, there well, were a lot of good list, ones. On my list, I wrote number six, tree. And then I voted for it, and you were mad. And then you were so glad when I moved to 20. Oh. So now I have three points. Yes, you, you do. do. You have you earned three points Marshall. from nobody voting for the correct one. Congratulations, I grudgingly offer. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, moving on. Number seven, Longsot, a person given to disorderly modalities of living, <laughs> Maverick. Nobody voted for it. That was me. That was great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number eight, Longsot, a dramatic pouring down of pie, pie crusts, pie-like cakes, or pie-like municipal facilities. Nobody voted for it. Bob wrote it. Yes, I did. And I really enjoyed reading that. That was fun. Thought you might. Yeah. Whenever I hear municipal, I always think Bob. I did yeah. too. <laughs> I didn't do that well, Kai probably remembers that in high school, I wrote a little tune called Pouring Down Pie. I do. <laughs> I thought it was awesome at the time. <laughs> I wonder if it is any good. <laughs> uh, why don't you put it at the end of this podcast instead of the regular theme song? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> gone song. Number nine, long sought. A line used in shading lips to indicate sloping of the skin. That was good. It yeah. was good. Nobody else voted for it. Except for nobody. <laughs> Even uh, nobody didn't vote for it. That's how few people voted for it. And Jen wrote that one. Nice job. Good. Mm -hmm. Number 10, Longsot. A kind of bedstead, especially one of Taiwanese origin. That got a lot of hubbub. Hubbub, hubbub, hubbub. It was briefly voted for by Liz, but then she changed her mind a million times. Oh, yeah. It was one of right. Liz's mind changers. Uh, nobody... Uh, I ultimately voted for it, and Kai wrote it. Nice try, Kai. Meh. Nice, nice try, try, Kai. I like it. <laughs> um, Eleven. Longsot. A hot southerly wind that blows regularly in Egypt. Nobody voted for it. Liz wrote it. I like it on my list. Number twelve. 
Long sought. A lightsaber. Nobody voted for that one. I wrote it. Nice try, Marshall. Lucas wrote it. (laughs) Yeah, really, he did. Your father's lightsaber. 13. Long sought. The front half of a canoe with no vertical support and legs all a dangling. (laughs) Kai wrote that one. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Number 14. Long sought. Period of mourning. Bob wrote that one. Nobody voted for awesome. it. Awesome. I thought it, it was, was a high good one. on my list. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought you guys would vote for it. I was thinking about it. I would have probably voted for that if anyone would have let me vote. <laughs> we were dicks <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> Number 15, Longsot. A Nerval rowing ship with one or more sails and up to five banks of paddle oars. I totally liked it. Yeah, that got some hubbub, but ultimately no votes. Jen wrote it. That was Thanks, good, Jen. Thanks. Is that how you imagined that being pronounced? Or is that a real word? Nerable? Nerable? I don't know. I was thinking of Care Paravel from Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I still don't even know how to pronounce that. I think you're right. Care Paravel. I always said Care Paravel when I first read it. Oh. <laughs> I heard Care Paravel. Yeah. It sounds more uh, natural in a British accent. Care Paravel. Paravel. But in English, like, you know, American English, that's care totally parable. Care, para, care parable. <laughs> care parable. Uh, number 16, Longsot. Two, the fruit itself. Three, muskmelon. <laughs> this is the one that Liz ultimately landed on. And uh, Kai's going to get the, her point for that. Oh, man, Liz. Uh, double mad no. at you. You Did wrote you think a I was up to shenanigans, Liz? Wow. Kai wrote a fruit definition, then he voted for fruit. Yeah, that's why I did that. <laughs> I, was, I was pulled toward fruit, thinking, oh, well, maybe there's some fruit in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I was doing shenanigans, Liz? Also, I thought of doing, I want to do something that seemed like something Bob might think Marshall might try and pull. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> Are you fucking with me? Yeah. I am not <laughs> fucking with you. Coffee's for closers only. <laughs> That's right. See this watch? This watch <laughs> costs more than your car. There's a big red splotch over where I live. Yeah, there Uh-oh. is. And it says hail. Yep, that's the that's what I had over my over me, but it eventually disappeared. Oh, I hear oh. it outside. Yeah. I know hail yeah. is not a contronym, but it's really nice that hail is like Hail and well met. And also, yeah. I'm about to rain down some big <laughs> ice dump turds right on your head, <laughs> which will not be welcomed. Could it just be a rash, Jenny? Yeah. <laughs> the red it's- splotch over your house? Yeah. Or a spy rash. It's a spy rash? A sky rash. A sky rash. Mm. Sky rash. <laughs> Moving on, number 17, long sought. Tongued by a senior IRS agent for reasons of fuck you. That was written by the government. And that's T H A. The government. 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 Number 18. Longsot. Any sound a pen pal could or might make. Far talking audibles. Nobody voted for that. And that makes uh, somebody sad. The person who it makes sad is. <laughs> Pennyworth Senior. Oh, Pennyworth. <laughs> well, sorry, Pennyworth. 
<laughs> now, if you're, if you're going to be all sad, maybe you shouldn't have barged into our game, whoever the hell you are. Anyway. <laughs> Number 19, Longsot. Confidentiality about supposable <laughs> nuclear threats. Surprised that didn't get any votes. I'm losing that sleep over by that. me. <laughs> what, Marshall. Who, who wrote it? I did. Okay. Bolin. Bolin. So you know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I know how to pronounce words. <laughs> He's twin I've heard I've heard him do it. Okay, twin twins. This one twin had some action for sure. Twenty. Number twenty. Longsot. <laughs> a tart, starchy fruit found in Malaysia and Indonesia. Characterized by its spiny exterior. Yeah. I I think Liz wrote it. I do too. Yes. Liz yeah. and Kai fruit voted each other. Wait yeah. a minute. Liz, you wrote that one? And she voted for it. And she she did a little tricky thing where she but you didn't leave your vote on it. Other fucking no. people do that she all moved the it to time. Mine. It's Other great to do that. do that all the time. Absolutely I, good to do that. It's not the first time I've it, done that. It's fine. It won't be the last time that I've done that. <laughs> it's fine. It's, fi it's fine, okay? I'm going to do it next round. Stop telling me what I can do. <laughs> um, well, okay, so uh, Liz wrote that, and it got Kai's vote. Yep. So congratulations, <laughs> Liz. You got another point. They traded fruit, fruit votes. Voted each other. They, yeah. did, they did fruit, fruit vote votes. each other. That's really <laughs> cute. Fruit votes would be a good name for a breakfast cereal. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Number 21, Longsot. Unpleasant sensation felt by a people worm. <laughs> Jen wrote that one. <laughs> that was fun. Good. That was good. Yeah, that was fun. 22, Longsot. A close-fitting garment woven from crocus fibers. That's the one that tricked Jen, and Kai gets her point. Yeah. Oh, another point for Kai? I, I don't like it. that. It's a garment writer. Uh, it was really satisfying, even more satisfying than getting uh, no votes for the one that was real, but to just not get Jenny to vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been like over a year since oh, Jenny. It's gotta vote be. For mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Longsot, number 23, Longsot, Rough and Blood, Bold. <laughs> that was by Jen. Was I would weird. have been tempted by that. That was, that was a little trippy. Good. And then uh, number 24, Longsot, a Cupernickel coin. Got some hubbub, no votes. Kai wrote it. Oh, I, really I, wanted, that one. I really wanted Bob to vote for that. Well, I liked it. Did you just make up that word? Is that a word? No, it means copper and nickel combo. Oh, cupernickel nickel means copper yeah, plus nickel? Yeah, cupernickel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I'd known that word, but I'm too stupid to even. <laughs> so. Wow, okay, so scores. Uh, we've got us a fairly tight game. It could, anything could happen in this next, uh, next final round, but we're go going into the fifth round. Marshall has three, Liz has four, Jen has five. Bob has six. Kai has eight. That's what's up. Pennyworth Sr. has seven? Uh, Pennyworth Sr. Um, has a special bonus point uh, packet. He has a point <laughs> packet. He always carries his point packet. It's a cute little, very uh, old-fashioned packet of points. And so special he just pulls out packet. points and uh, sprinkles them on himself and wins the game. 
but that'll happen in the next round because now we're just wrapping up round four. Do you understand everybody? I understand rap very well. <laughs> rap? You don't understand rap. You're not from the streets. Rap, rap, rap. Rapity rap. Oh, rap, 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 rap. See, well, that, I got that, it. That really connected to me. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're wrapping up the we're we're wrapping oh, up the, the round, guys. I'm gonna shut my fucking window. Whoa. <laughs> oh my that God, was intense. That was really. That aggressive. was kind of intense. All right, that's it for this week's episode of Of or Pertaining To. We'll be back next Monday when Jen takes over as Page Master for the fifth and final round, and then I'll reveal the final scores for the 50th anniversary of Trespass. Final scores coming up. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us with questions, comments, sponsorship opportunities, or any words that you're not using, because we will totally use them, email us at oforpertaining2 at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. The voices you heard today were of Bob Amadon, Marshall Bolin, Jenny Case, Kai Esmondson, and Liz McAllister. Editing and production stuff is by Bob. We used Zoom. We gotta use Zoom. These days, we gotta use Zoom. All music was composed and performed by Bob, Jenny, and Marshall, and mixed by Jenny. And thanks to all of you for listening. Kai was saying you weren't even gonna listen. I guess he thought that you weren't that good a friend for some reason, but... I guess he was wrong. I wonder what other negative qualities I think you have. Huh? <laughs> Kai, would I mean, do you admit that you were wrong about our listeners? I've lost faith in admission. <laughs> so, so you don't even, you don't even admit to admitting anything. <laughs> no. Seems like we're on the verge of a contronym. Yes. Admitting. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, Stop saying such mean things for about our listener, Kai. It's only gonna it's only gonna bite you in the ass. Can't. I just don't want you to win the game again. I know, I know. That's all I really care about. <gasps> Who's a puppy over there? Friend is scared of the thunder. Oh no, friend. We're your friend on here. We don't have to- Oh, are we still recording? Okay, bye guys. Bye. bye.